welcome back to another episode of Duality. If you are new, my name is Arya. Welcome to my little community. And if you are returning, I appreciate you taking the time to download and listen to each of my episodes every Monday. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button in order to have episodes automatically added to your library. And if you have the time, please rate my podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. I took a poll, as per usual, on Instagram on Wednesday last week, and we decided to do an episode on attachment. Now, there are quite a few ways that I could have gone about speaking about attachment with regards to attachment versus non-attachment, avoiding attachment, feeling detached or overly attached to things, attachment to outcomes. I decided to focus this episode on attachment styles, something that we can all relate to. And if you would like me to cover any of those other topics in the future, please reach out. My Instagram is always linked in the description. So classically speaking, with regards to science and psychology, there are three types of attachment styles. One being anxious attachment, two being avoidant attachment, and three being secure. I personally have fallen into each category at different points in my life. I think there are many things that influence our attachment patterns and habits. For me, it was definitely the environment that I grew up in, my relationship with my dad, and experiences that I had in school growing up. Now, that's not to say, and I strongly, strongly don't believe that there is one reaction to something. Like these things can happen to me and that could result in me being avoidant, for example, and that is what happened. But the same thing could happen to another person and that could result in them being anxious in attachment. There really is no one size fits all with any of this kind of stuff and especially this. So don't feel bad for your tendencies There are so many moving parts that go into it, and I can guarantee that it's not your fault. However, if you do identify problems in your attachment, it is your responsibility, especially if there are problems, to resolve them. I'm really hoping that today's episode sheds light on the way that you approach relationships, specifically romantic ones, because that's what I'm going to be focusing on, and helps you identify how you attach to other people. So let's talk about anxious attachment. When one attaches anxiously, your relationships tend to take over your whole life. If when you're in a relationship with someone, your outlook and your world goes up and down with the ebbs and flow of that relationship, you are likely attaching to that person anxiously. What I mean is that when things are good in your relationship, life is beautiful, everything is okay, love is real, you have a positive and highly motivated outlook on life. But when things are bad, Everything is horrible. Love doesn't exist. Things are horrible. Your relationship's horrible. You're depressed and you have a very negative outlook. You have the need to be in a romantic relationship. You don't find yourself single quite often because it gives you anxiety to be on your own. You might need your partner to appear overly secure or make lavish statements guaranteeing security in order for you to feel comfortable with them and not feel like there could be an end to your relationship. 
That's not to say that you don't have the ability to be very close to your romantic partners and have a huge capacity for great intimacy, but your fears often get in the way, especially at times of conflict, and unfortunately times of conflict are inevitable. If you attach anxiously, you might be doubting and constantly worrying about whether or not your partner loves you the same way or cares about you the same way that you care about them. If they are upset or seem off, you will automatically take responsibility or assume it's something that you did and worry about it or worry that they love you less. Basically, you're very sensitive to small fluctuations in the relationship or in your partner's moods or actions. That's not to say that you're completely off with anything, but you might be making bigger assumptions than necessary or taking that person's behavior a little too personally. Usually someone who is anxiously attached, like I said, is looking for a huge sense of security in order to let their fears take a backseat. The next attachment style that I want to talk about is avoidant. Avoidant people cling very hard to their independence, and I can speak to that from first-hand experience. It's important for you to have your own space, to be who you are, and it's to the point where intimacy becomes impossible because you keep everyone at arm's length. You want to be close to others, but you feel really uncomfortable when someone is super close or dependent on you, so that's why you keep people at a distance. You tend to be closed off and people might say things like you have walls built up or you're distant. People who attach from a place of avoidance have a hard time committing to that attachment and are usually on high alert for any signal of someone trying to control you or moving in on like territory that you deem as your own. Avoiding people avoid the hard conversations, they avoid sharing things with you, sharing parts of their life with you, allowing you fully in. Maybe it means that they won't allow you into their space or they won't let you stay in their space. There's so many facets of it and I have found that if you're anxiously attached to someone and that person's avoidant, your avoidance highly triggers their anxiety and vice versa. Me, when I was in my avoidance, if someone came at me and even till this day, if I feel like someone is overly anxious and how they attach to me, I run for the hills. I can't handle it. I have very little patience for it. It makes me feel stressed out. It makes me not want to talk. It makes my skin crawl in a way. So that is something that I work on navigating. I'm not going to say that that means that I allow people who approach me with anxious energy to stay because I don't prefer to be triggered all the time. But I'm more allowing of people who might have those tendencies show up now and then. The third and final attachment style is secure attachment and is our goal. Secure attachment means that like being intimate is very natural to you. Being warm and loving is natural to you in a relationship. You enjoy being intimate and you don't overly worry about your relationship. You wait until the other person expresses an issue or something wrong with what you're doing or how you're showing up. 
before you react and automatically assume that it's you. Yeah, securely attached people don't get overly or easily upset over anything that comes up because things will come up in relationships. You kind of take it in stride. You don't have trouble or shy away from communicating your needs or your feelings, good and bad. You share your problems and your successes with your partner and you allow them to do the same. When they are speaking about their feelings, you don't take them on as your own or make it about you. You have room for them to feel how they feel and you listen to how they feel and respond. Understanding these different types of attachment styles and where you fall is extremely important in order for you to maintain healthy relationships. I don't know about you, but I'm so over the idea of love being chaotic and keeping you up at night. I want a very healthy and stable relationship that I can actually depend on. And that is me and my security and me allowing other people to be close to me. I have very much, I don't want to say grown out of my avoidance because it didn't just happen because I got older. I put in the work in order to face my fears of speaking about my feelings and being afraid that someone's going to take my vulnerability and stomp all over it. I faced my fear of giving my heart to someone and being afraid that it would be rejected or taken advantage of. I faced my fear of letting people in and letting them see all of the things that I have lived through and all of the things that affect me to a degree today all of my different range of emotions because i actually acknowledge how i feel now and them deeming me as too much which has happened by the way and when those things do happen that i fear the most i don't take it personally because it's really not about me i know who i am i know that i have value and whoever is listening to this the same applies to you how you approach attaching to others should be as healthy as possible in order for you then in result to have a deep, connected, healthy relationship. And I don't know anyone out there. Actually, that's a lie. I do know people out there who love the chaos, who love the conflict, who love the ups and downs. I'm personally exhausted. So working on how I attach to other people and how I respond to other people's attachment styles has been a huge component in me being patient, in me being compassionate, in me not having such fast relationships and friendships that begin quickly and end quickly. I take my time and I pay attention to how they're showing up. I make sure not to take it personally and I pay attention to how I'm showing up. It's not fair for me to expect someone to give their heart to me and me to give them a wall in return. And similarly, if you attach anxiously, you're putting so much pressure onto the other person in relationship that of course it's going to burst. The goal is to be securely attached to other people. There are going to be times where you feel pressured or pushed towards either avoidance or anxiousness, depending on not just how you're reacting to things, but depending on another person. If someone else is avoidant with me and extremely avoidant, or becomes that way after a period of time, I start to feel a little anxious. I have learned that when that happens, I can't be in that relationship because it's not healthy or safe for me to be with someone who is avoidant, extremely avoidant. 
Similarly, when someone, and I'm sitting here secure and someone approaches me anxiously, like I said before, I take a step back, I distance myself, I'm quiet for a while, but I make sure to deal with it, I don't ghost. I used to ghost, I don't recommend that. I very much am about cutting off people and ending relationships that don't serve you, but doing so in a very respectful and honest manner. But yeah, if you want me to carry on and talk about attachment styles in depth more so, maybe how we attach to things or expectations, how we attach to outcomes, let me know. I would love to do more episodes on this. I hope you found this one interesting. And if you want to learn more about attachment styles, I highly recommend the book called Attach. It's by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. Highly, highly recommend. There's quizzes in there that allow you to determine where you fall on the spectrum of attachment. I hope you were able to pinpoint where you're at when it comes to how you attach to your partners. And maybe this will be a step in the right direction to have a healthier and more consistent relationship.